This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Wait, did I ever tell you about the one guy where this farmer... In South Florida, started his tractor like mid-sentence whenever we were on Zoom. <laughs> like, for real, I was talking to him, and I was like, hey, man, um, yeah, how do you grow your crops? Or it was like a very simple question. He was like, well, honestly, I was like, dude, I cannot hear you. What are you doing? He was like, oh, I'm on the tractor. I'm like, I know. Can you stop? He was like, my bad. Can you not? Can you not? It was hilarious. That's, that's, that's fantastic. That's wonderful. It was really irritating in the moment, but then I was like, oh my God, this is actually kind of hilarious. I hope you left it in the video or the podcast. I, I need to go back and look for it and be like, oh yeah, here's an outtake. I mean, it was like a big old tractor and he, there was no cab or anything because it sounded, it was like right there. And yeah. he kept talking. I was like, dude, please stop. Well, I was, I was concerned that you'd be able to hear my air conditioning because it just came on <laughs> 10 feet away from me right now. Oh no, no, I can't hear anything. It's that it's the quality of that gaming headset, dude. That's what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, Max Herndon, uh DJ Wayne, um, Maximus Decimus Meridius. I feel like I never call you Max anymore. It's either like DJ Wayne or Hey Buddy Boy. Uh that's that's accurate. It is accurate. So what's up? You're on the podcast. Do you feel famous now? Uh was I not already? I mean, you're, you're, you're more so now, I guess. Oh yeah. You're, you're, you're more so. I feel like uh, you'll probably have to explain to your viewers or listeners of uh, the origins of DJ Wayne <laughs> for that. Time oh yes. I, I was planning to DJ Wayne. So you had in high school, you had the coolest job. You were debatable. The, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Debatable, but it is still really cool. I, I never had a job in high school. I wish I did. Cause I was broke, but, um, you worked at the local radio station and your name after or whenever, whenever you started, I was like, oh, I'm going to call you DJ Wayne. And to this day in my phone, you are still DJ Wayne. And I didn't stop you then. And it should have. 
<laughs> yeah. Like every now and then I'll go to text you or call you and I type in Max. I'm like, it's not in there. I'm like, wait, where's Max's number? Oh yeah, it's DJ Wayne all the time. I remember there was some Dirk Bentley song that came on and I was like, hey, will you play this at three o'clock? And right at three o'clock it was playing. I was like, heck yeah. Yeah, and what's funny is that we weren't strictly allowed to do that. Like they didn't they told us like not to to do that. <laughs> we we weren't we didn't take requests ever, but I just didn't say anything about it. When, Heck yeah. I mean, like, I mean they, if they, if someone texted me or called me and was like, "Hey, I want to hear the song." Like, All right. Cuz I, I got really to keep it on the DL. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so this is my favorite story. Tell everybody the Metallica whenever you played Metallica oh, I did. at the country okay. music station. Right. So this was uh the radio station I worked at was a very small, uh, including myself, we had three employees, um, very, very rural country song, uh, country radio station. So we, <laughs> in the early mornings when I had to go in on the weekends and I was the only person there and I was really bored, every now and then I would sneak in some, uh, some non-country songs. Um, I played a couple of Metallica songs, um, a couple of other things. Um, I only got comments about it, I think one time. Someone called and was like, uh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was not, that was not George Strait. What was that right. song? But my boss never said anything about it. So, <laughs> Well, there you go. I mean, as long as you weren't in trouble. <laughs> right. I still think, I don't know. I mean, surely across the country in like little smaller towns like Bluntstown, they have shows like Swap Shop. Where, you oh, know, I'm people, sure. People call in and they're like, hey, I've got some chickens for sale. Come and get them. Or like, wouldn't it one of our classmates that called in said, it was like I've got chickens and crack cocaine for sale. <laughs> yeah, we did have our share of, uh, of prank calls come in. People trying to sell stuff. We had people trying to sell stuff that is illegal, like <laughs> <laughs> like some drugs. Well, no, it, I, we never had anybody trying to sell drugs, but apparently it's not technically legal to kill raccoons and sell them to eat. Um, we had people trying to sell coons that they had killed, um, and hmm. I'm just, and I, I just had to tell them I'm like. We can't put that on here. <laughs> Sorry, man. We Sorry. can't. I don't. I don't know if I've had a raccoon before. I've had a rattlesnake and gator. Oh I don't. God. It's. I don't think you're allowed to eat it. Too, <laughs> but I'm sure a lot yeah. of people do. <laughs> Did oh okay. Nah, I'll, I'll save this story for later. Um, yeah. So that was your DJ Wayne. I kind of miss listening to 102.7. W not WPA. You're listening was to K102.7 Y1000 Bluntstown, Bristol. <laughs> yes you've done that a time or two a few times awesome. a few times so okay you probably this is kind of where i guess we'll kind of relate to agriculture i mean you probably know this you are one of the reasons why i joined ffa and of course because i had a crush on some girls that also took um ag and my wife is slowly staring daggers at me right now <laughs> but any any she's like how dare you sorry Allie. but anyway yeah we took it and then you became a a two-time national champion i mean well okay so well, one-time national one champion. time one time third place uh national i guess still technically champion but third yeah. place i mean still not bad so you won state forestry your freshman year and then you won the national ffa forestry contest sophomore year right correct so i recall it was a big deal apparently um when i made the team the state team as a freshman because i guess that wasn't very common um and so the way you know you obviously know but Maybe those that don't aren't familiar with FFA, you have the regional meetings and then you have the state ones and then the national ones aren't don't happen until the following year usually. So yeah. freshman year did this won the state one in forestry. And then the next year, while working on forestry for the national event, 
I was also doing business management and we managed to win the state business management one as well that same that year the second year as a sophomore and then won the uh, the national as a forestry and I actually before we before we started this I had to go back and like verify what years it was because it was so long ago <laughs> I, I had it, like forgotten it's been a hot minute it's, it's been it's, a while yeah it's been a hot minute I was going back <laughs> through some old photos and found pictures of like me in my FFA jacket the old school like I, jacket, yeah. I had forgotten that I was the Sentinel one year, which I didn't even I forgot that was even a thing. I, I yeah, there. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh Sentinel Herndon. Yeah, I remember um we were basically like title town back when we were winning all those state national championships and you won it freshman year and we were like, heck yeah, Max Herndon. And then I remember when you came back from after you won nationals. I was like, Max, are you going to remember what the trees are? You're like, nope, I don't care. I pointed to an oak tree. I was like, what kind of tree is that? You're like, I don't know. It's an oak. I was like, there you go. It's a tree. It's got leaves on it. It's green. <laughs> it's a tree. I've already demonstrated that I know all there is to know about forestry. I don't have to prove anything else. Well, what you've, what you've, what you've, what you failed to mention, um, I guess let me back up. You know, you know, that, beep, beep, beep. Back up. Or, you, or you may not, you may not know, uh, but like my dad obviously has worked in forestry his whole life, but I don't know if you knew, but grandpa he was also in forestry like his whole entire life like he worked for international paper company like that was his career that's what he did until he retired so oh, i didn't know that okay yeah. so forestry obviously that was a sort of a i mean that's what i was gonna do when i started ffa you know it was it was, <laughs> it was inevitable um but no what, what you have failed to mention was our brief stint in the uh in the parliamentary procedure uh <laughs> oh my gosh dude that so i mean all right so parpero i guess ffa people listening to this might know what parpero is but basically you're like demonstrating how to properly run a business meeting and so it's six people one chairman five people sitting down kind of running motions and stuff and you know usually it's like girls and boys but we were like the only guy team and we were like the closest knit group of guys ever like that was so fun that was a, such a fun group we did that for a couple of years we got I mean, we went to state once. We went, well, I, no, we went to, well, so I, freshman year we went to state and then we didn't until junior year, which is when we had the, the all guy team. Right. And so that's the, that's the only time I did it. And that was because I had done those other two and I was kind of burned out at that point. And then I think y'all had somebody quit on the team and y'all needed somebody almost like last minute. And I joined the par pro team. Um, I remember it was like, it, there wasn't a whole lot of time until I think it was the, the first one, the regionals um when i joined so uh i knew i was last minute but it was it was very fun it was it was very of, fun it was one and of the that, most fun events that i remember doing oh heck yeah it, it's so it's so hectic because i mean you've got to prepare and you've got like motions you've got to move and debates and stuff but i mean we were all like so close we were like it was so much fun i felt like we were like i don't know a different team the the all-men team but um also you and i we actually share a state championship. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, the uh, crosscut saw competition. <laughs> yeah, man, dude, that was okay. So you won several state titles. This was my only state title. Uh, so senior year, we went to see our friend and also somebody that was on the show, Daniel Leonard. See him win state, and they would go on to win um, nationals. Well, wait a minute. So it was Daniel, um, David, brother, his brother. Stuart. Yes, your brother, Stuart, and then our friend, Laura. So they all went and won state and the nationals. So that was groovy. Mm -hmm. and so we went and we cheered them on. We, you and I were really just hanging out with them. 
And then we're like, oh, hey, let's do the crosscut saw competition. And then there are like these big burly um, foresters like, oh, we can do it. And they did it in like 45 seconds or something. And then you and I, two scrawny seniors in high school, got up there and we kicked their tails. We did it, what, like 20 seconds yeah, or something? Yeah, we, we like cut their time in half. <laughs> we did. And everybody was cheering. And then like we started, everybody realized we we're going to beat the foresters. It was so quiet. They were Pro, like, what? <laughs> Pro tip for those of you who may need to run a crosscut saw. Uh, pull don't push absolutely <laughs> i think i think we i think i pushed once and it buckled and you're it, like pull i was like okay and we just pulled 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 it went so great it will bind every single time if you try to push it but if you pull it works great absolutely i i honestly don't think i've used a crosscut saw since then i don't know if that's the one and only anymore. time for me too <laughs> but we kicked tail that was so much fun <laughs> i just thought about this okay um all right so you remember Stafford Dawson? Vaguely, yeah. Do you remember how my junior year, when I was on the State Forester team and we lost, do you remember how we were going to mess with everybody else that we were competing against? Uh, no. With the pine cone? <laughs> oh, vaguely, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, so for the forestry competition, you have a Biltmore stick, and you use that stick, you know, to It's a fancy the- ruler. Oh, basically, yeah. It's a fancy long wooden ruler. You like put it up against the tree the, to measure the diameter. Then you walk 66 feet away and then you hold up the stick to see how many logs you can get out of it, basically. And you know what? I don't know if it was Stafford Dawson or Will Leonard. I can't remember if it was one of them, but um, Will's the only one I remember actually watching him do it. In the, the, the pine cone? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It might've been Will then. Yeah. So he took, he basically, I think he's the one that walked up to a tree and hugged it in the official competition. Like he knew the trees so well. Uh, he, or he just wanted to mess with everybody. He hugged the tree and then pretended to write something down. And then he walked back the 66 feet, picked up a pine cone and threw it in the air and pretended to, t- to time it. And then when it landed back down, he wrote the answer. And I remember seeing some kid from like <laughs> Kathleen or another town who they were really good at forestry. They were like, what is that kid doing? Is he on to something? Should I hug the tree and then throw a pine cone up? <laughs> and then he went on to win the whole oh, yeah. competition. Pretty sure he was the high scoring individual. He was. I think he, yeah, I think so. He won, he won the national title in forestry, um, I think, a year after or something, and then he won. No, he, um, was, he was on my team. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. I was thinking of that picture you shared. Yeah, that was the business management team. He was on your forestry team, and mm-hmm. then he did the prepared public speaking, and he won first place on that. Mm-hmm. And then he was on your show for and that, his yeah. forestry career uh, recently. So and then and then he was also on um, Fox News, dude. I had so many people like Brett Digsby, if he's listening. I had so many people text me after that Will Leonard episode, and they're like, "Man, I could listen to Will Leonard for days." And I was like, <laughs> "Yep, me too." It's it's a very soothing, soothing voice. Yep. Um. Oh, that also reminded me of something about your dad and being a forester. You remember when that Progressive commercial came out, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna plant a million trees for all the paper we save," or something. Mm-hmm. And we were we were like um like church group or something uh, or sunday school and your dad came in he was like yeah who cares i planted a million trees last week and the, a million the week before he's like progressive ain't doing nothing i yeah. was like heck yeah yeah as he, he he's a tree planting fool he's a tree planting fool man all them I, trees I, I would like to clarify he personally didn't plant a million trees but his crew of people have planted yes. several million trees uh, in his <laughs> career I mean, that would be pretty impressive if he by himself could plant a million trees in one week. I mean, uh, yeah. 
they, he's got some clones out there or something. Yep. That was cool, Max. Well, have you have you listened to any Farm Traveler episodes? I mean, no pressure not to put you on the spot. I mean, you're it's probably putting me weird. on the spot a little bit. Uh, I will admit <laughs> I haven't listened to very many, um, but the ones okay. I have listened to, uh, I've enjoyed. Um, and I think um, it's really fun seeing it grow. And I, you know, I saw, I think I saw on your, um, I don't remember where I see it. How, how many, how many uh, like subscribers do you have now or whatever? It was, I thought it was like 30, like 3000, something like that. Yeah. So it's weird. Like iTunes and Spotify, they won't show you like the number of subscribers, but they'll show you the percentage of people that listen to you are subscribed and aren't. But like on average per month, we've been getting like 3,500 downloads, which isn't too bad. I mean, it's not Joe Rogan levels, which like, you know, it's like a hundred million, but still, I mean, 3,500 is still pretty good. So we're I think it's there. pretty impressive, honestly. Thanks, bro. Thanks, and I bro. Made sure, I made sure to uh, subscribe on your YouTube channel this morning. I saw that. Look at you with the plug. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Anytime, anytime. I'm slowly trying to put the, the videos over back on YouTube. So, you know. Um, youtube.com slash the farm traveler thanks max for that plug anytime oh well oh you know what you are also um the michael buble of bluntstown oh I mean, no <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna have you sing or anything but if i ever need a catchy jingle for farm traveler i might call you i don't i don't know how that would sound though so. uh, i don't know i was i was going to commend you on your choice of royalty free music that you use in your in your uh, intro and stuff Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, this is funny. This is, this will probably be the last thing, but I use this YouTube bank where it's like all these free songs and stuff you can use. But then I was like, you know what? I want something normal and something original. And so I actually got a student of mine, his cousin, I think recorded music and I got him to do it for like 20 bucks and it, it sounded great. Okay. It's so like, it's not royalty free. It's, it's you, you, you hired someone. I, I was going to say, someone. you know, once your once your channel gets grown, you could have some like professionally done intro music. Although like, oh, I, the, the one you have now was good. I wish I want some like death metal or something. <laughs> I think that'd kind of throw people off. <laughs> you might alienate some of your viewer base. I mean, probably it'd be like, what the heck? Um, I used which I wanted to experiment with this, but well, speaking of YouTube, I, I don't know if you listened, but a few weeks ago it was raining. It's when we had that hurricane hit Louisiana. I, mm-hmm. I, it was Lisa or whatever. Yeah. Um, but um, it was raining here for like five days, and I put the Forrest Gump music in that, <laughs> where he's like, it's been raining for five whole days. <laughs> and um, I got copyrighted on YouTube for it. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, they, they didn't take it down or anything. I wanted to see, but they were like, oh, yeah, you can't make any ad revenue, which I can't anyway because it's so small. But I was like, okay, this is a good experiment. But the podcast side of it is fine. So Right. I asked Allie. Allie is the, she's the guru when it comes to allowing things in the podcast or not. She was like, yeah, you should do it. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And it worked big out. Big old fat rain. Big, big old, old fat rain. rain. And sometimes rain that will come up and bite you. <laughs> that, is, that is the best movie. It's a good ever. movie. You're, you're you know, a good fun, movie. Fun fact about that movie. Uh, they originally wanted Tom Hanks to just use his normal speaking voice. Uh, but he was adamant that they that they used the voice that he wound up using in the movie, and they liked it so much that I mean, obviously, if you've seen the movie, you know. But I feel like if they had just gone with his normal speaking voice, it would have been a completely different movie. Oh yeah, it, it would not have been the same. No, that was not. that was such a good movie. Uh, have you ever been to Savannah? I feel like you have, I have. Been to Savannah. Yep. You know where the opening shot, or not the opening shot, but basically where he's on the bench talking to the people that was uh-huh. filmed in in Savannah. I guess I didn't realize that. Well, boom. So there's like 
there's many courtyards in Savannah. I don't know which one in particular, but this one, um, the park bench was like right by the road. And mm-hmm. apparently a lot of people kept standing out in traffic to take mm-hmm. pictures of people sitting on the bench. And so they moved it to like inside a church locally so that people would stop doing that. That so, makes sense. Sad face. Yeah. No, tourists. Okay. Yeah. I totally, I, for some reason I thought it was in Atlanta, but uh, if I had known that, I feel like we would have tried to go see it while we were there. But, I mean, close enough. Savannah, yeah. Atlanta, they're like close, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's probably two, two, three hours. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, all right, last story. I just thought about it. <laughs> you remember the You're Sitting in Ants thing? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> you want to tell that story? <laughs> uh, I suppose I can. <laughs> do it. Um, we were working on a parade float for the homecoming parade. And I can't remember what float it was. Was it? Yeah. I think it was our church float. We were was it the church we were float, doing, or was it the yeah. senior senior class? No, it was the church float. That's right, because we were doing it at a church. Okay. And um, I can't remember now. Was it you or me that was actually sitting in ants? Uh, you were. Yeah, you were on the trailer, and I was on the ground. Yeah. So you were doing putting up some some kind of streamers, attaching something to our float, and and I was just like, dude, you're sitting in ants. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, no, you're sitting in ants. <laughs> it, you had to be there. It was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. And I turned around, I'm like, yeah, I was sitting in ants. I was like, oh, thanks, Max, for helping me out there. <laughs> hilarious, hilarious. All right, Max. Well, thanks for being on the Monday show. This was kind of cool, kind of chill. Um, yeah, I'll probably play some Call of Duty with you sometime this week or something. You know, it's been quarantine. Hold up, it's quarantine. Where? When was the last time I saw you? Like freaking february or march or something mm, i want to say we were there for a football game oh yeah the super bowl super yeah bowl. i think that was uh wait was, was that i thought i think that was the last time yeah I, yeah ali was out of town that's around her anniversary yeah that was it i think it's like february i don't know it has it has been a hot minute lord well we need to have a range day or a chill day soon Sounds good to me, man. But yeah, well, cool. Well, thanks for being on here, man. All your ag background and our FFA background. Um, I feel like we we whether you have liked it or not, we have been at the same elementary, middle, high school, community college, university, all that stuff. You remember at that time where you were dropping me off from dinner? Uh, like we went and like hung out, like not like a date or anything, because that'd be weird. But um, we like went and got dinner, and I was like throwing a tennis ball around in your car. <laughs> I, I do vaguely remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> and I just bursted out laughing. I was like, Max, that's the best compliment ever. <laughs> oh yeah. That was when we, that's where, that was when we were uh, both at UF. Yeah. I uh, think I still, yeah. I think I have this tennis ball. Actually, I may have it somewhere <laughs> nearby. Um, yes. I kept it because I didn't want to give it back to you. So I kept it and it was in my car for like two years. And then, it's in my house somewhere. I'll have to find it later. Yeah, it was in that little Fiesta, I think, in the cup holder. I remember yep. that thing. Now you've got that Mustang. Oh, yeah. You've got the good car. The super fast car. Faster than my Mazda. It's, well, I, I hate to brag, but it's faster <laughs> than most things. <laughs> uh, fact, 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 fact. Oh, um, I saw a Corvette C6, or the new one, today C8. on the way home. C8. Yeah, on the way home, and it was very nice. Allie was like, what are you looking at? I'm like, a Corvette. She's like, it's just a Corvette. I'm like, it's a new Corvette. It's mid-engine. It's a, it's a mid-engine Corvette that looks almost like a Ferrari, and they're super affordable, and they're super cool. And will outrun some cars that cost significantly more. 
Oh, yeah, like the Lamborghini. I also saw. Okay, I did not know this, but um, apparently, Panama City Beach, there is an exotic car rental place that has like a Lamborghini and a Ferrari and a bunch of other stuff. So I didn't know it. Fun fact. You may have to take a trip to Panama City Beach. Might have to. I mean, just rent a, <laughs> rent, rent a sports car. But then we can go do that um, Cartona, you know, drive the electric go-karts. We do need to do that. That is fun. We have a very redneck friend, and he did it, and he said he enjoyed it. So <laughs> we need to go do it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for being on the Monday show. Again, yeah, no problem. this was cool. Um, yeah, I'll play Call of Duty with you sometime. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, you're always better than me. So I'm that's just, not true. You're you're better at me. You're better than me at multiplayer. I'm better than you at Warzone. Would you yeah. say that's fair? I would say that's accurate. Yes. Okay. Even though I've only won one Warzone match out of like a hundred, so we'll get there. Right. We'll get there. All right, Max, uh, DJ Wayne, Homie Slice. Uh, talk to you later. Thanks for being on again. Yeah, no problem. Anytime.